Saka, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 223. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everyone. In, and, and finally, by the way, the, the winter is here. First time in, in, in many many months, it's a little in Mumbai. Mein it's been cooler in Japan. It's 4 degrees in Tokyo. Oh, that's cold. It can be worse. It's pretty uh, bearable. Mm. So the sweaters are still not out because it's no longer as cold as it used to be when many many years ago. But my two-year-old, I get him to wear a sweater because when he grows up, his kids are going to be wearing bunions in this in this winter. <laughs> there used to be something called as winter. You bet. You remember the in, in geography ka, uh, lessons uh, that we used to have? So everything is going to be in past tense. India used to have four four seasons, but now it's only two. Summer and monsoon. Yes, and uh, monsoons, you remember, used to coincide with the first or second day of school, which used to be June 10th or June 11th. Now, yeah. it goes well into July. Southwesterly winds coming in from Indian Ocean bring monsoon into Maharashtra. Yes, two marks. This was a two-mark question in school, yes. Which winds bring Monsoon to Maharashtra. Are you, dude, it was raining three days ago. In December, it was raining reasonably heavily in Bombay, yeah. in Gujarat. Yeah, you, you send me a photo and I'm like, yeah, catch up. <laughs> you know, 2020, everything, let's blame the year. Year 2020 was going to be something magical. All futuristic movies were like around 2020. Abdul Kalam had written that book, Vision 2020, which when we wondered, are 2020 is how so far away who knows what is going to happen who knew what was in store for us exactly anyways the one thing that is also going crazy in 2020 is the stock market and after the entire ipo frenzy that has been happening in the us stock market on nys nyse and nasdaq it has come to bsc with the burger king india stock or ipo that happened burger king india has gone up by 265% in just four days. Now, could you educate us about why that may have uh, happened? Because it's not like people have started wolfing down more Burger King burgers than before. It's not like there is a revenge against McDonald's suddenly. So what's what's that about? I mean, IPOs are going crazy right now. Investments are going crazy. You take a look at even mutual funds. That is institutional investors are going crazy. And IPOs are typically institutional investors invest karte because they are the ones who get access allotment. Hota hai. Why is Burger King growing crazy? Basically, McDonald's ka operator in India, mein, which is West Life Development. It also has a market cap of around 7,300 crore. It's only after 265% ka spike, it is now that Burger King ka market cap has also come to around the same mark, which is 7,000 odd crore. Basically, benchmark to tha, McDonald's, Burger King for Indians, at least for the next one year, six months gone, nobody is going to have street food. So they see a lot more potential, higher working standards, higher quality standards. You have the supply chain, everybody is ordering in and they have only explored Zada Karke North region right now, Burger King. So growth potential kafi. I was surprised to see ki the analysts are still after this crazy increase, they are still saying keep stay invested. Or if you're like you know chance pedance investor, to abhi bechke kar do. Agar long term investor ho aap, 
तो तीस चालीस तक का और बढ़ेगा but that's 76 crores is not not a lot of loss when you have this sort of a potential abhi to abhi growth phase mein na however it is just crazy in terms of what is also happening globally with airbnb ka stocks also oh, yes right that jumped what 112 odd percent on the first day of trading the the valuation of airbnb which is like at more than 100 billion right now is more than the top 5 hospitality or hotel chains combined amazing it was only in may that uh, 25% of airbnb workforce was sacked after the ceo wrote a very heartfelt letter saying that sorry we 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 have i have to let you go and now yeah, most successful ipos uh, in the recent history there is historical data which has been compiled by this university of florida professor airbnb was the 19th company in 2020 which doubled its stock on the first day of trading which is the most since the bust of 2000 when 77 companies doubled on the first day of trading and 1999 mein dot com bubble ke time mein that number was 117 companies and by the way kicker how do you know we are in a bubble ke types there were only 27 ipos that achieved doubles on day 1 between 2000 and 2019 to 19 saal mein only 27 companies and then 2020 mein this is the 19th company that has gone iska double kiya hai and there will not be an expert on earth who can claim to know what exactly happens in those 9 to 5 or whatever the trading hours are 9 to 3:30 across different stock exchanges in the world the wo tha na i mean you you must have read that south sea bubble the famous case study that they teach in uh, colleges sir isaac newton he exchanged some of his bonds uh, he liquidated them and put them in the south sea company and lost uh, 20000 pounds that company kept increasing its stock price eight times over uh, back in 1720 and then uh, newton said i can calculate the motions of the heavenly bodies but not the madness of the people <laughs> and this guy could calculate uh, logarithms to 50 places he was probably the best living mathematician uh, at the time it didn't matter what they did they were a mercantile firm basically who would trade slaves and goods uh, helping britishers in their different colonies suddenly they decided one fine day yaar ye kuch steady returns mein maza nahi aa raha it's like debts and bonds and other things so they decided to let people exchange their bonds for getting a taste of uh, interest rates that you get in equity so incrementally as and when people started putting money the same thing that 265% in 4 days that went to some 700 800% in whatever time and within 3 weeks from giddy heights to complete it came crashing down and many people lost their fortune this guy was among them so it's more like a bet isn't it complete gamble it is vegas there is definitely lot more math currently in gambling than the way investment is being done betting jo bol raha na this uh, betway i was exploring betway to look at its ui for some you purpose told <laughs> you told me about it i did right Go ahead. yeah <laughs> this is for the listeners <laughs> So anyway imagine dude how India was leading uh, by 86 runs in the first test against Australia and then we were all out for uh, 36 people would have lost money it's, it's pure gambling that's just how stock market can be sometimes and if you have noticed there are these companies i think dream 11 is that app oh yes which currently advertising right and they have started putting up a disclaimer these days 
saying ki hey this app can get addictive which was mind blowing is that that means people are really i mean losing money out on on that one yep it takes it is, takes one win uh, to get you hooked and then you lose 6000 rupees <laughs> abhishek is you know how conveniently not talking about the money that he lost because he knows his wife also listens to this podcast <laughs> i have been warned a couple of times i was having fun with it uh, until the time i lost some research. so i'm i'm no longer in it <laughs> it was research it was research. research you bet yeah uh, that is basically what the stock markets are doing right now and these jumps that we are talking about airbnb 112 class snowflake the kafi log aisa gaya so there are like three parties involved when ipo happen first of all the company itself banker or fir as they say institutional investors institutional investors bole to morgan stanley and goldman sachs and actually those guys can be the bankers institutional investments could be the mutual fund portfolio manager types right who buy it pre ipo they basically institutional investors want to make a return on their investment goal is to get stock as cheaply as possible bankers they have to please both the company because unko listing fees milta hai company se institutional investors ke sath aur institutional investors se bhi milta hai to unko balance maintain karna padta hai but think about it ye jo bank jo rehta hai intermediary bank jo ipo karta hai help karta hai they take many companies public but they have to go back continuously to the same institutional investors again and again for every time there is an ipo it is the same investor who is going to buy usually when the company only goes public once jada karke the banks and institutional investors they have to play the game repeatedly yes and they are the same players is so, what you are saying exactly they are the same players so if your logic says if you are a sensible guy and you are the bank in dono mein se tere ko agar appease karna ho kisi ko to will you appease or play on the sides of the guy who you deal with only once most likely or with people who you deal repeatedly that's why they price it low not everything is a success but by pricing it cheap who wins the institutional guys right the institutional guys right you know according to stats people the 61 companies that went public in 2020 they raised 6.7 billion less than they could have if their ipo were priced at what the market valued so for example example airbnb ka jal tha 68 ko value kiya first trade went up by almost that much right 100% that means it was grossly undervalued no actually and it's not the retail investors like you and me who have the capability to drive up the price it's going to be these big fat institutional investors who will then buy more and then influence the stock price and then dump it and then buy it again right i mean technically for the company you know as they call it a pop an ipo with big pop is is like a company ka pr ke liye acha hai what kind of an investor are you among those who will gamble or stay invested forget about it or a little bit of everything a little bit of everything and right now mutual fund mein aadha dal de ke rakhne ka mast long term but yeah so i got, i got to know that i am what they say i am an ostrich is what yeah. wall street tells me so i bumped into an article which talks about different animal references in wall street so ostrich ka definition was that you know ostrich how they bury their heads in the sand these investors are the kind who bury their heads and hope that the bad news will go away and hope that their in <laughs> their sips whatever they have invested in in longer term might fructify they don't want to look they don't want to talk about their investments so <laughs> forget it but there are certain companies it's going to work that way right 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल टेस्ला एमेजॉन दिमाग बंद करके अभी डाल के रखो दस साल बाद खोल लो टेस्ला तो हुएवर पुट सम मनी इन टू थाउजेंड एटीन मस्ट How about we move on to something that I thought was as crazy, which is a story that you sent for, sent me, in which a nine-year-old girl is playing is shown. There is a video out there is shown playing a keyboard while undergoing a brain tumor surgery in Gwalior. And then the first thing I thought after reading that headline was, the crazier part is there are brain surgeries happening in Gwalior. <laughs> Come on. whether in panvel thane or gwalior you can get doctors to extract tumors uh, while the patient is still awake even in ukraine for that matter you that that famous doctor henry marsh uh, who pioneered this concept of awake craniotomy in gwalior uh, this happened and and the girl is now up and about and still plays her piano yeah and this was by the way they weren't doing this for fun they were doing it for a specific reason the doctor who performed his his quote is very funny i think indian english does this and his quote is like this operation was very cru- crucial and we had heard internationally that we can successfully operate on a patient with the use of musical instrument by diverting the minds of the patient so we did the same and the girl is fine so this quote actually makes it sound like उसका यू नो मन कहीं अलग लगा रहे इसीलिए हम लोग कर रहे थे बट एज अभिषेक रेफर्ड टू इट दिस इज एन एक्चुअल वैलिड वे ऑफ कंडक्टिंग अ न्यूरोलॉजिकल सर्जरी एज अभिषेक सेड अवेक क्रीनियॉट मी crazy stuff isn't it i think we don't know much about the brain even the neurosurgeons and neuroscientists it is among the least understood organs in the body and that is perhaps the reason why surgeons prefer doing these kinds of surgeries when they can when they are removing a tumor they want to know how far they can scrape off from the brain so that it doesn't inadvertently hurt the living tissue so if you are sleeping even if you are not playing a piano there will be a person an anesthetist or generally a guy who's asking you questions then they know okay i can't zap this part of the brain because that's causing him uh, to give me incorrect responses or his left leg has suddenly become paralyzed for a moment yeah or or their speech starts slurring or they start you know, babbling and stuff like that right other uh, name for this one is called aaa surgery which is asleep awake asleep the reason being before they actually conduct the operation they put the patient to sleep then they position the patient in a way that a head restraint that holds the head completely still and then uh, anesthetologist anesthesiologist <laughs> will then use local anesthetics to numb the skin and part of the head and the neck aur uske baad the craniotomy begins which is basically the surgery the the surgeon removes the area of the skull over the tumor and cutting into the meninges i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right or wrong okay it is basically the membrane that protects the brain in the unlikely um, event that uh, a brain surgeon is listening to indicast please tell us <laughs> if you are getting this part right right you got to send a special subscription fee for for this entertainment okay <laughs> and then before removing any brain tissue the patient ko jagate hain matlab they say ja bhai like chef masala mix karne ke pehle sab cutting cutting karke taiyar rakha hai and then they actually wake up the patient it's in the middle of the operation the patient is woken up pura you know khobdi khula hai yeah then they wake him up and then the neurosurgeon creates what they called as a cortical map ye mai notes se pad raha hai ha cortical map and then using small electrical stimulation device 
to observe the change in patient's condition yeah. when the area is stimulated it crazy is, right? yeah I mean, so you're sleeping there and then he says all right i'm going to now zap this part of your tissue here exposed tissue that i'm looking at let me see what happens and they'll do that with a mild electric current and psk, and then they'll say kuch nahi ho raha let me continue let me let me go <laughs> further so they map an area completely jahan se nikalne ke pehle right and as you said it might be they might ask them to play so some people choose to play a musical instrument or as they they may be asking some questions and things like that just to ensure that while they are stimulating that area in the brain ki it is not causing any issues and once then to ensure that they don't cock it up <laughs> and especially in the in the regions of the brain which is also called the eloquent cortex motor or speech so that's why musical instrument there was a, a sax player called carlos aguilera if i'm pronouncing his last name right he's just 27 jazz musician and he played the saxophone in spain and he was the first one to have done so throughout the surgery and he came out smiling and everything while the brain tumor was being removed so anything to do with speech they don't want to you know take a take a chance yeah and then once once they figure out that everything is okay then they put them back to sleep that's why it was asleep awake and then asleep and then they do remove the t- tumor completely so it's a complex uh, complex operation it is a complex operation and and about yeah. this music nothing to do with the patient playing the music but even in the operating theater doctors enjoy listening to the music of their choice especially the surgeons and there was a research in 2011 which said that it actually helped the surgeons perform better you only have a 30 minute window to extract a tumor in the brain or in the kidney one of the doctors said instead of a guy saying okay it's time that you should be at so at so place abhi matlab this is your first milestone you should have been until here there would be a lot of stress that comes uh, with it when somebody reminds you of where you should be so he would play a soundtrack which was time to 30 minutes much like you go for a run and that you should not stop until that song is through you should know where you stand while that uh, 30 minute operation is so it's it's all on musical cues some some surgeons actually play iron maiden or all those uh, you know hip hop songs as well uh, if it helps them perform perform the surgery that is another reason why you might want your patient to be asleep what sort of music would freak you out seeing your doctor who is performing your brain surgery is listening to eminem at that point eminem songs are so angry right <laughs> you <laughs> or or something like uh, take my breath away from top gun or asa which has pun to end life <laughs> i i had an operation 10 years ago in 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 the stomach for something had gone wrong long story short the surgeon was listening to uh, bar bar dekho uh, mohammad rafi wala when i was wheeled inside <laughs> and your operation was also in a very private part of the body <laughs> was doctor bling bar bar dekho something was wrong with the intestine and they fixed it it wasn't a long surgery half an hour but uh, I remember vividly being wheeled inside and it was an instrumental of bar bar dekho not the rafika song instrumental restaurant version ah the restaurant yeah. version only guys who are exceptions to this music is the newcomers apparently that research showed that uh, novice surgeons made few more mistakes than they would otherwise have because music is seen mm-hmm. as a distraction but all these uh, i mean all these ace surgeons they like to listen to mm-hmm. music in fact uh, even patients are given headphones and soothing music while they are being given anesthesia because it looks like research has shown they, the patients might recover sooner and quickly and they would need less anesthesia so music is an important part of the whole operating theater and in this one the patient was playing the music and she's doing well 
so we wish her a quick recovery and no disrespect to gwalior okay <laughs> good we don't want angry people angry tweets going on from gwalior to us anyways let's talk about the next uh, next topic which basically it made me feel very tiny which is times announced the kid of the year award and it went to gitanjali rao she's 15 years old and that's what that's why you said right not just 15 years old that bothers me but the things that she has achieved by the time that she's 15 is actually pretty impressive she basically figured out a way to detect lead compounds in water it'll tell the drinker whether it's fit for consumption and something with an app to prevent cyber bullying and also some other device which will help doctors to tell if their patients are on the verge of getting addicted to opioids she's 15 when we were 15 we were happy to pass our 10th exams and she was interviewed by angelina jolie and the first question that angelina jolie asked her over oh, via zoom of course was that hey did you always know that you were going to be this awesome and she gave an answer which starts and part of her answer was that her process right her her innovation process is observe brainstorm research build and communicate i think a, some pr bloke would have uh, fed that answer without any disrespect to either gitanjali or the pr person that's true it was i mean it was uh, that is a specific mba answer isn't it absolutely i, I love the that interview right and she was like when i was like 10 years old i told my parents that i wanted to research carbon nanotube sensor technology at denver water quality research lab and my mom was like uh, what so <laughs> she she is a three time tedx speaker she has won the us government's environmental protection agency's president's environmental youth award top health pillar prize from tcs ignite innovation and student challenge so many other things that she has also done while reading it i was a little bit skeptical though is that i she's 10 years old and all and she, right now 15 15 right now but she oh, must she have started 15, when she was 10 yeah when she did all these the, the flint water crisis was when she was 10 i don't mean any disrespect by the way you are way smarter than i am but all the writing it just meant made me feel whether there was a little bit too much credit given to her then the team around her her parents and then there were a lot of people from the local university quote unquote that helped her out obviously there will be this big uh, machinery of people wanting to or rather helping out a child prodigy but at the end of the day she will be a child prodigy much like somebody who knew how to play piano right out of the womb so some guys i guess are scientists right out of you know when they read those textbooks or they lap up things that an ordinary kid cannot but yes you are right it cannot be done without uh, you can't just get into a lab and then start uh, making nanotubes or whatever you can't just fashion without help but it also is down to how the media will cover such news right that part will be boring to cover that uh, gitanjali rao had help from her university to come up with this invention rather write about what a 15 year old has done which uh, physicists in their 50s may not have achieved that makes a more compelling story yeah and you know talking about media media i mean this was time kid of the year award and i was reading about her that article you know somewhere in between there was a uh, hidden link very well hidden link to hey buy a subscription to time for kids they have a product called time for kids which is a 20 dollar a year and subscription so that you get a magazine and digital magazine version for your kid there you go not that she's not smart 
But and there were, by the way, five kid of the year finalists who was selected from more than 5,000 Americans of ages 8 to 16. This is like a thing. This was the first time that time put out kid of the year. Yeah. I had had the chance once to meet a guy who was not as young as 15 though in at IIT Bombay where your dad did his engineering and he was only 23 and I was 29 at the time and he was talking about nanoparticles nanotubes so his thing was just like an asthma patient inhales that uh, uh, what is that called inhaler <laughs> in- inhales from the inhaler he inhales he from know. yes so <laughs> he had developed a similar one for cancer patients who had lung cancer where you could inhale that medicine and those will go and settle themselves on cancerous cells and not explode on regular cells which was the problem with uh, radiation right collateral damage hota hai while killing cancer cells you also kill your regular cells and the person feels weak so this one was more like it will go like a little ticking ticking time bomb and the cancer cell will absorb it not knowing that it's an enemy of the cancer cell and boom there would be an equation chemical reaction that would happen and uh, that medicine would explode in very tiny less lesser than a hair's breadth card diameter it will explode there and hopefully kill the bad cells basically that's the closest encounter that you have had with a genius yes that's the closest encounter and he was he was still 23 <laughs> i've never met a 15 year old but uh, hmm. more power to gitanjali rao and kids of that kind but har bachcha apni apni tarah se bazan uthata hai so not to worry <laughs> <laughs> ये खुद के समाधान के लिए किया हुआ स्टेटमेंट है लाइक अपना टाइम अपना टाइम आएगा एंड मे बी अभिषेक तेरा टाइम आने वाला है बिकॉज ब्रेक डांसिंग इज सून गोइंग टू बी एन ओलंपिक स्पोर्ट इन 2024 द ओनली टाइम दैट आई हैव डांस्ड इज टू शो माय लिटिल किड दैट व्हेन यू डू दिस व्हेन यू मूव योर आर्म्स एंड लेग्स इट इज कॉल्ड डांसिंग एंड एंड हियर्स म्यूजिक व्हाई डोंट यू ट्राई सम ऑफ इट Yeah break dancing will debut at Paris in 2024 that was some news wasn't it absolutely absolutely and this time japan at tokyo 2021 surfing skateboarding karate can you believe karate and sport climbing are going to be the new sports that are going to be introduced along with bmx also was the first time and 3 on 3 half court basketball did you know that i did not know that that it was going to be a olympic sport no this is all part of the iocs in which is international olympic committee's agenda and there is a policy document that they have and the one of the policies was that the objective was to assure olympic movement into a modern era with a focus on sports that are more youth oriented do not require expensive venues and can ensure more gender balance and are television friendly so why is kabaddi not there there is squash is not there as part of uh, it's not an olympic sport so apparently new sporting events are added and there are events that are also taken off there were certain things which were rejected for example ocean rowing was rejected parkour if you know which is which was rejected however break dancing got accepted and one of the reasons probably was because uh, the youth olympics that took place i think in 2018 they had house full audience 30000 people on a daily basis on three days when they had that event there were more than 1000 entries that people submitted online one minute submissions from nook and corners of the globe of people and then from there bunch of them were uh, selected to perform absolutely and it's been given in paris it's been given the prestigious downtown venue 
where it's going to be held so that they you know more people can come watch it and of course it's one of those spectacular events for tv it looks good on tv by the way ioc is a private body they make they're doing this for the money they have got commercial things to think about as well how will you judge uh, such an event because it's going to be for the first time and what they say is that it, it won't be a point system it's in gymnastics how when you do a certain maneuver you get yeah. points so yahan pe they, they are talking about three things and it looks very subjective it's physicality that is body artistic ability mind and interpretive quality soul so body mind soul all in real time there will be three judges no point system and it's going to be one on one so just like on hip hop yeah battles that yeah some battles that's ah. right 32 breakers as they call it 16 ka round robin where one one versus the other technique performativity musicality creativity and personality is what they are saying will be judged yeah. so yeah exciting that will keep things fresh at the same time there are sports that are getting dropped events in weightlifting and boxing if you can imagine are getting dropped the international federations of these two sports they have got a very bad rep now because of doping and all those sort of things so events in these two things are getting dropped kabaddi by the way was held as a demonstration once long ago in an olympics in 1936 yes a demonstration sport so that was the extent of introduction mm-hmm. of kabaddi to the big stage it it is popular enough in india isn't it for i think in the commonwealth countries it is very popular and also i mean iran we know afghanistan and all those again not a lot of equipment required but is not a very urban sport right yep um, true probably it loses points there Wow. Let's see what happens. Let's see if there is an entry from India. Not this time though. Venezuela, Egypt, Bulgaria, France, Japan, South Korea, Russia, but not India, not yet. But for those who are interested in the history of hip hop, which includes break dance, there is a good 20-minute documentary on Red Bull, by Red Bull rather, on their website. It talks about how it is growing in the shadows. You know why? That is another reason that all these new adventurous sports are being introduced. is because uh, there is x games you know the x games right x games and their winter x games these are quote unquote productions that have been created by espn extreme sports events that's the x right the the mountain uh, bmx and stuff like that and they started becoming really popular on tv right because they are spectacular they have there right. is a certain people in watching that they were becoming more popular than olympics so the olympic committee actually take took a look at that saying that oh my god we might get become irrelevant if we don't you know change ourselves so they actually looked at that and trying to steal thunder they are trying to introduce all the all these sort of new things interesting do you think malakham will ever make it there the one which is very popular in mumbai or maharashtra i guess but i think only mumbai is very popular mumbai or rather pune and stuff like that hardcore hindu dominated areas i think true true there is just a big pole and then you have a muscular men or women doing all sorts of thing on it with it no pun intended <laughs> on it but it's very it. very difficult sport man that also I mean, looks looks very painful absolutely those were the topics that we had oh no we have one more topic about japan oh yes what is it what is that this time around it is about fugu have you heard about fugu it means it actually means the river pig it's kind it's type of a fish which not everyone is allowed to cook restricted by chefs who need to undergo a 2 to 3 year internship on how to cook it it could also be a sushi style or a sashimi style serving but it can also be put in soup etc 
And the reason being, 23 people have died in Japan after eating fugu since 2000. I want to ask, why did the 22 others continue eating fugu after? It goes back to Edo area. But like way back when, and I kid you not, it says at that time, only married men were not allowed to eat the, eat fugu. But others, they could eat it at parties, etc. Otherwise, and if you said no, you were thought less of a man. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because it has you never know what will happen so basically fugu is super poisonous thousand times more poisonous than cyanide uh, or you basically know it as blowfish you know the fish that just pff, uh, becomes a balloon so that is fugu it contains crazy amounts of what they call as tetrodotoxin in its inner organs so especially liver ovaries eyes and skin And once you eat, and there is no antidote, by the way, for this, for the poison, 60% of all fugu poisoning end in death. So after the toxin has been consumed, you have less than 60 minutes to get respiratory treatment. So in other so, words, are you suggesting that restaurants which serve fugu also have an ambulance on standby? Exactly, exactly, right. And the, the, the poison basically affects the nervous system, which paralyzes the victim. And by the way, you are full, completely conscious. Okay, it paralyzes the victim and it prevents them from breathing. So the person actually dies of suffocation, asphyxiation, as it's called in medical terms. After all that you've painted this picture, and this is famous in Japan, there is an article in New York Times and I quote, it says, to enter a fugu restaurant is cast as a daredevil feat akin to skydiving. With each bite, a roll of the dice. You don't just toodle home afterwards with a full belly, you survive. <laughs> You survive, you survive us. So <laughs> Will you uh, ever in the right minds consume it? I think there are only few places, few restaurants. It is strictly controlled by law in Japan. Chefs, etc. have to be, have to get requalified as well. So a lot of training goes in. And they say it's pretty safe in Japan. There is a written test, by the way, the <laughs> licensing examination. <laughs> there is a written test. There is a fish identification test, a practical test preparing and eating the fish, right? Only about 35% of the applicants pass and 50% of the judges survive. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand the eating the fish part, right? How? Who can hide? Those will be the highest paid uh, stuntmen in the history of the world. Or maybe, you know, those who can be easily dispensed to our next, you're in, you're in next. Exactly. And probably the test is done in an ICU ward. I don't know. <laughs> And those were the topics that we had. We've been going on for quite some time. Thanks a lot for uh, sticking through us throughout this podcast. If you want to listen and subscribe and automatically get all the podcasts and the episodes that we, re uh, that we release, please log on to www.theindicast.com. There is a subscribe button for Google Podcasts and iTunes. So you can subscribe there. Podcasts automatically get downloaded on your phone. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Indicast on Twitter. I myself am at AC Mahatre on Twitter. Abhishek is at Abhishek Kumar with only one K. That's about it. Hope to see you guys back for episode number 224. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.